Hello, my name is Jane Parry and I head up our tax services at PM&M. Today I'm going to talk to you briefly about possible capital gains tax rate changes and what you might do about them. There has been much speculation about increases in capital gains tax rates, which started last year before the spring budget, where we saw the reduction of the lifetime limit for entrepreneurs relief reduced from £10 million of gains down to just £1 million, and the relief rebranded as business asset disposal relief. The current capital gains tax rates are considerably lower than income tax rates, with the main rate standing at just 20%, with a 28% rate for residential property gains and the lower 10% rate for qualifying business asset disposal relief gains of up to a million pounds. Now there is a rationale for the rates being lower because of the long-term nature of many capital gains and the impact of inflation. In the past, we used to have indexation, which allowed you to increase your original cost of the asset by inflation to reflect the fact that prices would have increased between you buying and selling your asset. That was abolished some years ago, meaning that you can no longer inflate your base cost to current value and thus your capital gain will include both the inflationary effect of money over the life of your asset, as well as any actual profit you've made. And that's one of the reasons why capital gains tax rates have been lower than income tax rates in recent years. However, there is also a growing rationale for tax increases to help recoup some of the costs of the various pandemic support measures and capital gains tax seems to be firmly on that list. We originally expected some changes in the autumn budget, but that was cancelled and a spring budget scheduled for the 3rd of March. It's now looking increasingly likely that we aren't going to see any major tax changes on the 3rd of March either, although that's not certain, but I do think it's inevitable that it will happen at some point. The question is what those changes might be and what you might do about them. To my mind, and I give no guarantees on this, I can see business asset disposal relief being allowed to remain at its current low rate on the basis that last year's reduction from £10 million to just £1 million of gains has reduced it to a level considered acceptable by the government. I think that an increase in the main rate of capital gains tax, however, is very much more likely. So what should you do? The answer to this very much depends on what your plans are for your asset. So, for example, if you own shares in a property investment company which you're in the process of marketing for sale and wish to ensure you can lock in your entitlement to pay the 20% tax on sale under the current rates, it's reasonable to consider how you might do something now to trigger a capital gain a couple of months in advance of your actual sale, just in case there are any rate changes in the meantime. On the other hand, if you have no immediate sale plans and would perhaps be looking to sell in a couple of years' time, Doing something to trigger a gain now on which you will have to pay tax sometime before your sale happens is a very different picture and, and much less attractive. There was quite a bit of planning carried out before the spring budget last year where people wanted to have the best of both worlds by keeping their options open as to whether to trigger a gain or not, depending on what happened in the budget. Typically, this was done by putting a new holding company on top of the existing company and then being able to choose whether to allow the normal share-for-share -share exchange provisions to make it a non-event for tax purposes or subsequently elect to disapply them and to trigger a gain at that point. Unfortunately, HMRC got wise to this and the budget included a range of anti-forestalling provisions, the impact being that in most cases you can't keep your options open anymore and you do need to irrevocably decide whether to crystallise a gain or not. There are also some nasty anti-avoidance provisions to be aware of and they apply where your action is taken for clear tax avoidance motives and they can trigger an income tax charge instead of a capital gain. So where does that leave us? Unfortunately, there is no magic solution. The answer very much depends on individual circumstances. 
In some cases, taking steps to trigger a gain now may be the right answer, providing you protect yourself from the anti-avoidance rules and are prepared to pay the tax even if your sale falls through. In other cases, perhaps where you qualify for business asset disposal relief or your eventual sale is just too far away for this to make sense, it may be that the right answer is for you to sit tight and do nothing. If your plan is to pass some of the wealth from the eventual sale down your family, then it might make sense to consider some gifts of shares to family members now, either direct or into a trust for their benefit. This will trigger a capital gain and you will have the subsequent option to decide whether or not to make a capital gains holdover election to defer the gain until the subsequent sale. It's important to note that you do genuinely need to be giving away this value for this planning to work. The key to all of this is to understand your objectives and take good advice on what is the best plan for you, not just in relation to these possible tax increases, but in relation to your overall wealth and succession planning. If you would like to have such a discussion, please do get in touch. You can email me at jane.parry at pmm.co.uk or find my full contact details under the team section on the Contact Us tab on our website, pmm.co.uk. Thank you.